0: Welcome to Mom Means Business, the podcast where we celebrate the incredible strength and resilience of moms who are turning their dreams into reality. With your hosts, Jamie and Jessica. This is more than just a podcast, it's your mom business meeting. So let's dive in, connect, and together, let's show the world that mom means business. Hello, everyone, welcome back. Um, we are here with show number two with Jamie and Jessica. and. Um, I think we have a jam-packed session today, so let's get right into it. Let's start off with our celebrations. What are we celebrating today, Jamie? I think you should go first, Jessica. Okay. (laughs) Um, I want to celebrate all the moms out there or the people who identify as a mom or a caregiver. Cheers to you. I'm choosing you with my water and noon tablet um, this morning. So cheers to you. You're doing the most, and it's a lot of work out there.
1: Nice. Yeah. Second that notion, I'm definitely having one of those days where it feels like I'm climbing the most uphill battle. So here's to just like one moment at a literal time. And I have my liquid IV this morning because I had food poisoning this weekend and we are still recovering.
0: Still recovering.
1: Yeah. Just we're not quite right. We're getting there though.
0: Are you still like eating crackers? You know, you eat crackers Um, five days.
1: It's very carbohydrate heavy, but I did eat half an avocado this morning and that was like my first nutrient food that I've had. So or it's much better. I'm feeling so much better, but it's still, you know, we're still pounding the liquid IV.
0: I mean, you're on day like five.
1: Yeah. Saturday to today.
0: Wow. That's crazy. I know. Um, okay. Well, I hope that gets better for you, but let's move right into our water cooler talk. And Jamie, I, I've got some topics today.
1: Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. Okay.
0: So, I want to share with you, there is this little couple in my neighborhood and I see them every day when I take them to, I mean, when I take my youngest to school. And they have to I mean, the, I don't, I'm not going to guess their age, but they are older, much Just, older.
1: Oh, okay. I was picturing their like early twenties or something.
0: Oh no. We're okay. like, we're like eighties probably. Okay. Okay. And every morning, Jamie, they are out walking the neighborhood with their walkers. I love it. Crossing the streets, pushing their walkers like on wheels, but like. They are doing the most. And you know, like you can't go side by side on a sidewalk. You're like, you, they're in a line. So it's not even like they're having a conversation. They are out there doing the most. Like, when I tell you that they are motivation for me during my workouts, like, I'm not even lying to you. You're they like, are- if they got
1: up and did it this morning, I'm, wow, I feel motivated just by you saying that. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're out there pushing their walkers every morning, like religiously yes. probably. Yes. And I'm out here like, I don't know if I have it in me today.
0: <laughs> yes. Like, can you imagine they got out of bed, got dressed, who knows what else they're like, are they doing stretch? I don't know. But like, they're out there outside walking with their walkers. Anyway. <laughs>
1: I'm impressed by that, but also I'm like, oh, I cannot wait. Like, I mean, they probably don't, they probably have very minimal pressures in their life, and that must be really lovely for them to just get out and take their morning stroll together. Good for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. That's adorable. I I love that. I had to share that because they just are really motivating for me. (laughs)
1: I, thank you for sharing. I feel motivated by that. I'm like, okay, cool. On a similar note, we just had, we live in a, in like a newer development. So there's always like houses building around us. Um, and we just had, they just finished the last house on our cul-de-sac and similar, this new couple just moved in. Um, and they're probably like a similar age and they go on their evening walk at like, and it's slow they're doing it. They probably potentially should have walkers, but they don't. Um, and they're doing it and that it is, it's motivating. You're like, if the, if you can do it, I need to be doing it.
0: Right. Absolutely. Okay. Also, I need to share that. Um, I bought a bust on Amazon lately and I want to share it. So oh, this has never happened.
1: It. Yeah. It, just so <gasps> everyone knows, Jessica should have an Instagram page that is centered around her Amazon purchases because one, she's the Amazon queen. She finds the best stuff on Amazon. I love when she shares the links with me that this is a big deal. She's finally hit a bust.
0: (laughs) Well, okay. Let me be clear in that um, it was kind of adventurous for me. So I'm on this eyelash journey. Okay. Um, ah, I know. Yeah. I, I, you know, maybe like six months ago, I went to this eyelash place and she her glasses. You shouldn't wear these, like you shouldn't have these fake eyelashes there so long. And to be honest, like I don't have the patience to sit there for an hour for someone to put fake eyelashes on me. Like I can't. So she did like basically like an eyelash perm and it was like this curling thing. And it was really great, except that it really dries my eyes out. Like Jamie knows I have a lot of eye issues, mm. so I I can't do that anymore. So I've been on a journey with eyelash, bought a heated eyelash curler
1: oh god what like a straightener for your eyelashes
0: basically but it curls
1: what how big is it
0: i mean just think like an eyelash curler but there's like a little box on it for the heater what what so you like push the button and it heats it up so i bought this eyelash curler heated eyelash curler you push the button what, yeah. How big
1: is the box would you say it's like one of those little like battery boxes that would be on yeah. like those those battery operated like string lights you know yeah. it's like is it battery or do you plug it in
0: it's like USB so you plug it in yeah that's how you charge this
1: it. is crazy this sounds like an injury waiting to happen
0: well yeah I, it didn't work because I was too afraid it was gonna burn my eyelid. yeah
1: exactly.
0: And to be honest, I just kind of was like, my eyelashes are already fragile. Like, why am I burning them?
1: Right. Sounds like, think about straightening your hair. Like, what is it going to, what are you going to get? Like, split ends on your eyelashes? <laughs> this is crazy. I've never heard this before. Is this a thing? Is this what people are doing?
0: I don't know if it's what people are doing. I was. I'm on a journey. So I was like, oh, I'm going to try it. It was $15. I obviously returned it because I'm not going to use it. I tried it twice and I just was so scared that my eyes were going to burn off that I just couldn't even do it.
1: What did you type into Amazon to find this?
0: I just typed in eyelash curler. And then, you know, was oh. like ads come up of like, oh, look yes. at this one. Look at this one. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> even James was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> dying.
1: This is crazy. All right. Well that's out. Yeah. I haven't, buy that. I haven't heard of that. That's great. But I'm glad to know Yeah, that that's it, a bust.
0: It's a, it's 100 bust.
1: Gosh, I swear. It's like, I wonder how hot it actually gets. Cause I'm seriously picturing that. And I'm like, if that even touched the skin on your eyelid.
0: Well, I had three different settings. So it was like the low setting was 65 degrees. The medium okay. was 72 Okay. And the high was 85, but like, this is sensitive on your eyelid. Yes. Yes. I'm touching my eyelid right now for all of you that can- cannot
1: see. I know. And now I'm like stroking my eyelashes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just like picturing this so strongly.
0: Okay. Anyways, it, yeah. So anyway, just take it from me. It's not worth it
1: steer clear of the heated eyelash curler
0: yeah steer clear um okay i have one last thing and then we can and then tell us what you got Jamie. okay okay um have you ever heard of club thumb
1: no oh no. the the yes
0: Yes. Yeah. They look like toes. Yes. I know. Yeah. So, it like my whole childhood, everyone's yes. like, you have toe thumbs. You have, yep. because everyone hear me when I say I have club thumb. You don't know what it is. Look it up. I have club thumb. And you're like, why does this matter? Well, because my oldest daughter for her birthday wanted to go bowling.
1: <laughs> I love this. I love where <laughs> this is going. <laughs>
0: And bowling is really challenging for people with club thumb because you can't put your thumb in the thumb hole.
1: Literally, like, at all. You can't do it at all.
0: So I can, but it gets stuck on my thumb. Are you
1: serious? (laughs) Do you need a bigger... You need one of those bowling balls with the huge holes.
0: You know what? Those bowling balls with the huge (laughs) holes are typically, like, 12 and 13 pounds. And I could probably do it, but I also had a baby on my hip, so, like bowling with 12, and 13 pounds on one hand. And anyway, I walked away from bowling feeling like, well, A, I had a lot of fun, but also B, my thumb hurt like hell.
1: (laughs) So what would you, would you go to like pull back and throw and it would just be stuck? Oh my gosh. Uh, When's the last time you went bowling?
0: A long time. Hold on.
1: We went bowling. We went bowling. When I was pregnant. Do you
0: remember that I did the granny bowl? I
1: do. Yes. Yes, you did. I remember Mm
0: -hmm. this. Yeah. Because bowling balls and thumb holes with a club thumb is really challenging. So anyway. That's it's good to know. I'm gonna say just cheers to those of you that have club thumb. It's it's a tough life. Do any of your children? Um, I don't know. I think Evelyn might. Okay. Um George and Elizabeth don't. So okay, nice okay um
1: something on my mind today is let's talk about clothing rental this is Mm -hmm. something that uh jessica and i have both been on this journey but i have been renting my clothes since oh my gosh how long have i been using newly now i know i had my year yeah i know that i've been i think i'm like almost i'm a year's deep into into newly um, yeah. newly is what I use by the way and I'm pretty um, sure
0: for the record it's if you want to look it up it's n-u-u-l-y yep. because when Jamie told me I was like newly n-e-w-l-y no right
1: right that's <laughs> exactly right and it's so funny because well did you tell me this or somebody else told me this newly is owned by anthropology did you oh, tell me that
0: yeah, yeah I did
1: okay mm-hmm. yeah which like a lot of their brands like they have a lot of like made well anthropology free people that Mave anthropology brand. It, it's awesome. I love it. Um, I feel like Jessica and I both, well, Jessica, I'm going to speak for you because I think we both do this. You low-key still do it with your Amazon habits. Um, but we were like old Navy girlies. We would like purchase high quantity of Items like low quality for a low amount of money, basically. And I just felt like I had so much just stuff in my closet that I didn't really like. So then I started searching for a clothing subscription and I had friends. Oh, and it started because one of my friends does. um, Oh, my gosh, what's it called? Rent the Runway. Um, I
0: love Rent the Runway. Yeah, Rent the the Runway is awesome. That's the way to go. That's right.
1: That's right. So she was doing that. And I remember being like, girl, that is crazy. I cannot believe how much money you're spending on that. And then when I broke it down because I was sort of a chronic shopper, um, when I switched to, yeah, I know, so bad. So when I switched to Newly, I never went back. And I've just, it's been heavy on my mind because I've referred so many people to it because it's so good. Like my sister's doing it, Jessica's doing it. Anyways, I'm speaking to this because I actually have my sister's bachelorette party next weekend. And yeah, and the theme is disco cowgirl.
0: Is she not supposed to know that? No, she
1: knows. She okay. Oh, she knows. I <laughs> sent outfit assignments to everyone. Um yes. Yes, everyone has an outfit assignment.
0: Can we talk about that on the next podcast? Yes, I want to hear all yes, yes,
1: yes, it. yes. Okay. It's next weekend. Um report back. I will. Cassie got the cutest little white outfit. And it's so fun because you don't really want to spend money on stuff like that. You're like, I'm never gonna wear it again. So like having a clothing rental is so fun because this is me searching in newly. Cocktail dresses with fringe, cocktail dresses with sequins, and I would never want that. Like in my closet, I'm not gonna wear it. So Cass got the cutest little two piece white fringe outfit. It's like a little crop top, white, just like silky fringe, and some little a little mini skirt. It is so cute. And I have these sequin cowboy boots from the Taylor Swift concert, so I'm obviously wearing those.
0: I was going to ask.
1: Yes, absolutely. So it's very sequins. We have super fun like sequin bandanas and heart sunglasses. It's going to be a blast. So anyways, all of that to say, thinking about your events for the month, and I I just think Newly is cost-effective, quality items. I do end up – I probably purchase an item like every – couple of months. I have to really be in love with it and you get a deep discount. So, it, I, I have to love it. Otherwise, I'm like, well, I can just rent this again. I don't really need this. But it's been nice cuz I just have I just don't have that many pieces hanging in my closet anymore and I appreciate that. So, that's my plug for clothing rentals. I feel like a lot of people are doing this now. I feel like it's I feel like it's more sustainable in general. Newly also has like an upcycle program for recycled clothes as well. So, um I I really want to know. It, it seems like more subscriptions are popping up. So I'm I'm newly loyal. It works for me. So that's my plug.
0: Yeah, I think um, you know it's also a lot different than like a Stitch Fix or um, anything like yes. that because you're not obligated to buy anything. Right. You get to just literally rent it for a month. You wear it or you don't. And then you send it back.
1: That's right. And I feel like Stitch Fix is kind of like the OG of all of this where like yeah. they were uh, – I'm going to be real. They kind of made a mistake. It's like I feel like they did not jump on the rental train and that's where it's at because I don't understand all these people doing Stitch Fix. Well, haven't you done it? You've I done did s- it
0: for like once and then I was like, what am I doing? I it's don't so exp- this. Isn't yeah. it
1: expensive? Like it's they expensive. style you. Yeah. You get the pieces – See, I'll, already the control, the control freak in me is like, no, nobody Well, is... I did
0: it when I was pregnant with my third because I was like, it was COVID and I was like not going I remember to the store and I needed some pieces yep. and I was like, I, I couldn't handle it because it wasn't my style. I was right. like, what am I doing? I'm going to just send it all back.
1: And it's expensive. Don't you, don't you yeah. choose what to keep and then you keep it forever? Like you've purchased the item. Yes. Right. Yes. And then, you know- Newly has a maternity line, which is amazing for pregnant late. Like, I would do that for my whole pregnancy. Like, their maternity line is popping. They have so many items in it. Anyways, I think it's up. I know they're doing a price increase. I think you told me that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm grandfathered in, so my price increase goes into effect in September. But it's something like $90 a month, and you get – Six pieces. I You're always do going like up to two at
0: 30 a month.
1: Great. Love that for me. <laughs> right. Am I still going to do oh, it? Yeah. Absolutely.
0: You are going to do <laughs> it. I did, in fact, cancel, but I also. I'm she loves that on like, Amazon. I love, I do love Amazon. And if I'm going to be honest, I might report back because I just did a binge purchase last night.
1: Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. Seriously, you need an Instagram account. We need to see what you're buying.
0: I, you I need to like shorts. to know it. We need to I see had it. I have these really cute, I'm wearing them right now, black shorts with buttons on the front, but they're not, you don't button them to, you know, fasten it. it they're elastic. At you the pull top them too. on?
1: Yes. Send me the link.
0: I mean, I I don't know if you can see them, but they're like elastic at the top. They have cute, cute little buttons right here. You can do a high waist, you can do a medium waist, you can do a low. Send me that link. It's really, are endless. they mom so like?
1: Mom like? Yes, okay. mom approved. That's the thing. I do not like a shorty short.
0: I don't either. And honestly, my legs are so big that they kind of eat my. Sh- These don't. Get me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thick thighs girls unite.
0: Right. Send me the exactly. link. Exactly. And club thumb girls. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's get into some of our business notes. So on our last show, we were kind of all over the place because I think we were just kind of excited to get started and get up and going and talk to you all about starting a business. So we talked about mainly that starting a business isn't cheap, but it doesn't have to be attainable. And we just kind of felt like maybe you want, I really love a checklist. Um, But to be clear, these steps that we're about to give you don't need to be done necessarily in order, but there's certainly guidelines, I think, to get you going and to get you thinking in a different way. So let's get started. I think we're going to do four today, and then we'll just keep going um, through each episode. So step one sounds crazy, right? So what is your idea? Start with that. Gosh, you might have 10 ideas. That's okay too. have 10 ideas. Um, And then the way that you refine your idea is to do market research. So maybe you have one idea and you just want to know what's already out there. What are my tools? What is available to me? Um, You know, what already exists? What makes you different? I think these are some questions that you might want to ask yourself as you are sort of flushing out your idea for your business. Do you have anything to add, Jamie?
1: Yeah, I I would agree with that. It kind of reminds me of uh do you follow Oh my gosh, what's her name? Like I think it's Shannon Manson. She's a yeah. she's like a serial entrepreneur. Uh and she posts very I I'm I don't joking, love yeah. all of her content, but she mm-hmm. posts she's like big work life balance, very big like sees the seize your moment. Do you uh, but she posts stuff like this all the time about it's easy, start a business. And all I agree, I, I, obviously I feel like everyone's business starts with a passion. Like you yeah. love something, you have a passion for something, you have an idea and obviously market research is critical. You know, I started a short-term rental business, uh, right before the pandemic. And that was honestly one of the best business moves that I ever made. We got in early. The short-term rental movement was hot. But not as hot as it is now. Uh, And it was, I mean, we hit the boutique short term rental industry at the perfect time. So 100% agree with that.
0: All right. So, one is start with an idea. Number two is define your why. I literally cannot emphasize this anymore. Write it down, put it in a place where you're going to see it daily, have it pop up on your phone. I don't know what you need to do, but Define your why early, and remind yourself often. Because mm. I will tell you right now: tune in if you haven't tuned. Turn up the volume. You will have days where you're like, "I'm done. I'm, mm, what am I even yes. doing? Why am I doing this? Right? What is the point of all of the things that I've put all my time and energy into?" And if honest with you, you might cry, right. and it's okay. But if you don't have your why defined, those days are going to be harder. Define your why. And I'm going to take it a step further. I didn't even write this down, but like define your why and then tell people, right? So tell people why you're doing it is what it, what you're doing. Because then when you're having those days, you, those people will come to you and say, hey, remember you told me this is why you're doing it. So this is such an important piece and I cannot say it enough I'm gonna say it again. Define your why. Mm. Jamie's over there just like nodding, like she just might as well put her hands up. Praise hands. Amen. Uh,
1: for real. I can't tell you how hard that hits me, even this morning, because this is something I've been feeling really hard. And side note, one thing I really love about Jessica that I learned about her really early on when we were, you know, working full time together in higher education in traditional W-2 jobs. <laughs> um Jessica told me that her and her husband would write down their New Year's resolutions uh, at the start of the year. And I realized how much of an intentional person she was really quickly. And so hearing Jessica say that is an extremely genuine thing because she very much writes things down. I do not write things down like that. I tend to just, I can be impulsive and operate on a feeling. And I love that i I love that because that is something that i need right now i have been feeling very like why do we do this why do we start businesses you know we do it because we are seeking flexibility we're wanting to create something for ourselves you know we want to be our quote-unquote our own boss and define our path which i think is a beautiful thing but i think for me the thing that has been resonating with me so hard is that i feel like as our business has scaled one of my whys in the beginning was i loved providing a quality luxury stay for a guest and i would directly hear that feedback from the guest frequently like from an in-person encounter and that is just so not what my role is anymore i am so far removed from that that now while that is still the mission of our company and that's what we do now When when guest feedback gets to me, it's almost always negative. And then I'm having to crisis control that in some way. And it has slightly jaded me. And I have recently had to refocus on this. It's so funny that you brought it up, Jessica, because I literally said that in a team meeting last week. I was like, I have got to find, I I happened to be on site and I ran into a guest at a property. We have like a larger motel here and um, it's a boutique motel. And I ran into a guest and they were raving about the property. And it, it energized me so much, it was so inspirational. And I was like, man, I've got to find more time to communicate with guests to, to hear positive feedback. Exactly. Exactly. Which was a part of my original why. And I love that. And it gave me energy hearing from guests and I just, I don't hear it as much anymore. So.
0: I also remember you in the yeah. growth section. Cause Jamie's on, she's got the mic for the, our growth section today, but um, I do remember you in the beginning, just saying like that you loved learning about different people and where they yes. come from and like why they're there and, Um, being able to like, you know, get to their needs. Like in the beginning, a lot of people were were working remote in these beautiful places. And you're like, we need workspaces and all of our rentals because people are coming to work. And what does a workspace look like? And creating a peaceful workspace was really important to you. And anyway, I just, I remember that in in the beginning. And so you definitely interact with your guests a little
1: bit. I agree. I'm definitely, you know, trying to get back to my roots on that and spending more time in properties and just communicating with guests. It's been, I know that I need that and it's important.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So we've got step one, start with an idea. Number two, define your why. Number three, write a business plan. If I'm being honest, this is the worst for me. I (laughs) hate Thinking about a business plan, writing a business plan, because as intentional and as, as intentional as I am, and as much of a planner as I am, so much of a business is just like, oh, this is happening. Okay. We're going to go with it. Oh, this is happening. We're going to go with it. And so it's really hard for me to create a plan when I don't know the direction, Mm. um, So yes, there are templates out there that you can Google and look up, find one that speaks to you. There are very detailed business templates. If that speaks to you, use that. Maybe it's just an outline. Maybe it's like a brain dump of all the things that you want to create, right? Just like let it live on that piece of paper or I mean, I guess probably a Google Doc or something, Um, (laughs) but let it live there and you'll see how that will start to evolve into um, your business name, mm. it will start to evolve into well, I guess it won't evolve, but you'll see your why and your business plan sort of merge together and how it and then from there it just sort of snowballs and evolves. Um, so I think it's like a three, write a business plan, and then maybe like a three A, and that's like find your business name in all of that, because you're gonna need that in the next few steps. But um, yeah, I, I I can't tell you how much I really hate writing a business plan. <laughs>
1: yeah, I completely agree, and I and I think the way you describe that is perfect because it almost seems like first your business almost always starts with an idea of I love this. How can I keep, how can I make money off of this? How can I meet a need that maybe doesn't exist? And then for me, that's where I started. And then the second thing was branding. That was the second thing I did. I was like, well, what is my name? Because I know this is my mission. You know, here is my mission. How can I create, you know, very intentional branding package that goes hand in hand with that, and then my business plan followed that. Yeah. You know, it's just sort yeah. of like your last formal process of being like, well, how is this going to work? Like, what are, mm-hmm. how are we going to profit off of this? What does it look like? So, I think that's solid. Not that that's how it works for everyone, but in, yeah. for for my thought process, Jessica's so right. Even now we're experiencing this. Like we are, we're a startup. Like we're. There's so much rolling with the punches. <laughs> but
0: Jamie, like, I imagine, you know, like now I know that you're going through some changes and things like that, but um, imagine if you had this, your original business plan and you could compare it to what's happening now. I mean, that would be, I don't know. I think that would be really interesting.
1: Yeah, um, I, c- I completely agree. It's so crazy looking at how, you know, while we've preserved so many elements that I was like, I will never compromise this no matter how big we get this element will never be compromised. And and while we have maintained that, you're so right, the structure of our company. Oh my gosh. It's just...
0: Yeah. Which is great. I mean, yeah. yeah,
1: Things have to change as you scale.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And number four for this specific show, we'll continue the checklist as we move on. But um, so assess what you need to finance this new business, right? So we talked about that a little bit in our first show, but Um, work towards that number and restructure your internal personal budget to make that happen. Um, There are certainly grants and loans available out there that if you want to go that route, um, you'll just have to do some research. You will have to have a very tidy business plan if that's the route you're going to go. They're they're going to ask for that. And then um, this is a little risky, but I'm going to throw it out there in case anyone is willing to do it, but like, maybe you pull your 401k early. Like if you think, and let me just say, I'm not condoning this. Like this is your own choice. If you're choosing to do this, I'm not owning that. I'm just putting it out there as an option that maybe the penalty is worth it. Like if you think you can make enough money, then you should do that. I have a friend, she just literally pulled her 401k. She bought a house at the beach and she is turning it over short term rental. And she's like, hopefully in three years, I make that money back. You know? Uh, Yeah, I Yeah, I mean, but if that is, if that feels good to you, then you should do that. Um, Know that there are other options. (laughs) But I'm throwing it out there, because I think sometimes people don't think about that being available to them.
1: Yeah, agree. And I really it's so funny because I really can't speak to any of that because I look at people that start startups that have so much overhead and that is not how property management works with high overhead. And so I just have so many so much respect for all the people that do that cuz I'm like, wow, businesses that require a big startup that's it's a risk. It's such yeah. a risk. All of it is a risk, but it's
0: all a risk. And You know, I say to, like, manage your personal budget because maybe it's, like, $100 a month you're just putting away to start your business. And, you know, Jamie and I talked about a lot in our last show that, like, you might have to keep your salaried 40-hour-a-week job to be able to sustain your business in the first year or two. Right. And it's a hustle. Like, I'm not going to sit here and downplay. Like, it's a hustle. So worth looking into i mean i'm kind of like looking at you like i mean shoulder shrug i don't know what works for you figure that out but we're here to give you some options
1: 100 percent agree the amount of business owners that i hear are like i finally quit my w2 job while i've been grinding my side hustle for like four years it's yes. just <laughs>
0: yes
1: <laughs> i did it too i understand
0: yep um so as i said we will continue to build on this list in other episodes but for now, hopefully those four things will get your mind thinking. So with that, we are going to go into our growth section. And this is where we really want to hear from you so that we can learn and grow all together. And we we will read your stories on our podcast and, um, you know, give you advice or just listen to what you have to say. So you can email us at mommeansbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. But today we are gonna hear from Jamie and she has the mic on, I think she's prepared nothing. So she's just gonna speak from her mind on Be Still getaways and how things got started and where you are now.
1: Sure. This is so funny. I feel like someone just like gave me the mic to give a maid of honor speech or something, and I had no time well, to prepare. Practice. So no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So we'll start with the origin story. No, I'm just (laughs) kidding. Um, This is a very easy topic to talk about as it is my entire life. So easy to speak to. So I guess some backstory is for people that don't know, I do own a short-term rental property management and design company. We do boutique luxury short-term rentals and we started in 2019 with a barn farmstay property. It was on a sheep farm and it was extremely popular. We're located in the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia. So it was right before the pandemic and everyone was escaping from Washington DC because you know they had mask mandates in DC for even being outside. So it's like everyone's in these tiny studio apartments, but then they go outside and they still have to wear a mask, which was a lot. I had friends in DC and they were just constantly leaving. A lot of them moved out of the city at that point. But anyways, um, I had these farm stay properties and so they were a hundred, our occupancy was a hundred percent, which is now where short-term rentals are. That's, that's really unheard of. So these properties, they just absolutely blew up. I started with a barn. Then we, we expanded and we got a tiny house. I wrote a business plan for my neighbor. Um, he had this beautiful barn apartment and I asked him, I was like, Hey, look, I want to start a short-term rental. When I say short-term rental, many of you probably think of Airbnb, which is correct, but short-term rental is the appropriate term. Um, so I told him, I was like, Hey, for, for $2,000 cash, I'm going to furnish this whole apartment and here's going to be our commission split. I'm going to start a business out of your barn. And he was like, cool, sounds good, which I die laughing now because now we operate on six-figure furnishing budgets and I furnished (laughs) an an entire barn for (laughs) $2,000. And I love that so much. I, that's like just my favorite story ever. I'm like, I literally was Facebook Marketplace. I just, I got everything off Facebook Marketplace, and it was awesome. It was a hit. People it loved was it. So cute. It, it was, was so, so cute.
0: Cute.
1: It was amazing. And I don't operate that unit anymore. But from there, I was like,
0: I'm gonna okay, make let this me a Okay. Also, thing. she's downplaying because so she she outfitted it for two thousand dollars. Okay, <laughs> and then. She was the cleaning, like she Mm -hmm. was the turnover staff, Mm. okay. And her husband was the maintenance person, and her (laughs) husband was the snowplow and the all the things, okay. And mind you, has a child, okay. So like at this point,
1: he was was a baby, he
0: was he was still like napping, right? He was still like home with you often a lot. I don't think he was in school even. Um so anyway, I just, she's like really downplaying, but like, this is the beginning. And also just like, I imagine Jamie, she's like, like, knock, knock, knock. Hey neighbor. So here's right. the deal. I'm going to do this and you're going to be okay with it. And here's our commission split. Okay. Thanks.
1: It's is so true. And I did type up a formal document and gave it to him
0: <laughs> and he
1: was like in real estate development. So he was about it. Um but yeah Jessica's right and I think that's so important for our origin story because I was our I was the turnover staff and now I've written the protocol for our turnover staff. And this is actually a funny story because so many of my own employees don't even know that which I I think is so important. But anyways, yeah Jessica's totally right. I I did it all and um you know, it helped me create protocol for for where we are today. So anyways, I just decided from there I was like, this is going to be a thing. I want to do this and I want to do more of them. So I was like, fresh out of higher education at that point. And I had several students in higher ed that had been in the graphic design program. And so I contacted one of them and I was like, hey, this is, I'm starting this company. Here's what I'm thinking. And it's called Be Still Getaways. And really, the whole Our whole mission statement was designed on creating stays where guests could be still. And by that, I meant getting away from the chaos. Like I'm a big fan of do not disturb on my phone. Like when I'm like, I'm taking a break, do not disturb and i practiced really that on vacation it. truly i put my watch on do not disturb and i don't get any notifications and i do that when i go on vacation when i do weekend getaways so and and that's what i pictured i was like i just want a space where guests can block out the chaos of day to day because we do all have very overstimulated busy lives and i was like mm-hmm. we just we need to block it out and so i wanted to create spaces where guests could be still so I, I pitched this idea to one of my students, and he's actually a very successful graphic artist now and his he he created my entire website. he created my logo, he created a whole branding package for me with fonts. and that's still my logo to this day and i I love that. He charged me like a hundred dollars. I hate to even say that, but <laughs>
0: I bet he's not charging $100 now.
1: <laughs> no, he won't even do it. I, I hit him up for a brand development. We started an offshoot company a couple of years ago, and I hit him up about it. And he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't freelance like that anymore. <laughs> like,
0: so, not friends, friends and family? Right. I was like,
1: please help me out. Like, side hustle? He's like, yeah. "You no, you no. can't afford it. <laughs> so... Anyways, that's that's where we started and you know, I I will say from the beginning I spent a lot of money. The one thing that I decided to spend money on was search engine optimization. I contracted with a company in New York City and he was like, "We're going to get you to the first page of Google result, results for short-term rental property management." And he has, that happened. I stayed in a contract with them for 2 years, but I sunk money into marketing branding, social media. I partnered with influencers and that was one of the best things that I could have done for Be Still Getaways. Like I made a digital name for myself very quickly. And again,
0: on our next episode, by the way, yeah,
1: yeah, that's it's so important now in 2023, obviously. And so, you know, from there, it was like again, I got into the industry at such a good time. Nobody was doing boutique short-term rental design and management. Not, and so yeah, no, absolutely not. And now, you know, there are two other companies here where I live, but we we take very different paths. So, anyways, we started with two doors. And we started strictly with vacation rentals, and now where we are today in May 2023, um, we have 176 doors under contract. And yeah, this is supposed to be family friendly, but I just couldn't help myself. Bleep. Bleep. So. that's That's where we are today, and we've really moved into the commercial sector. So we do a lot of inns and motels as well. So we're kind of on a journey right now, because obviously, where we started, where I was the turnover staff, we've had to scale our staffing so much, and we're amidst a restructure. And I, I really could talk for probably like eight hours about this entire thing, but for the sake of brevity and for bringing bringing this up at other points in our podcast. That's just, that's just where we're at. It's exciting. We're amidst to restructure. We're changing a lot of our W2 positions. People are shifting their roles. We're trying to figure out how we can continue to scale as we have like four more boutique ins coming on before the end of 2023. And just how to, the the biggest thing is, you know, hospitality is a very demanding industry and keeping our staff from burnout is really, really important to me. Um, And just how do we how do we scale our team appropriately to be able to grow? So that's where we're at. I'm sure that's very relatable for a lot of people out there. Scaling, being able to scale appropriately appropriately, truly is a gift that takes a lot of planning and consulting. And And team,
0: like it's not just you doing it, but like weighing in, you know, with people that you trust and people that can think in that way. So, you know, you don't have to do it alone. Like I think- Yes, to your point, scaling is being able to scale in a way that makes sense is important.
1: Absolutely. And this has has involved, you know, communicating with our team. What do you think about this idea? Sending plans to Jessica. Um, You know, my my dad is actually a a business professor, so I I send a lot of ideas to him as well. Yeah, he does a lot of weigh in. So we're on a journey. I will love to share. More about it with you later as things unfold, but we're definitely like a couple weeks out from a really big restructure, which is terrifying and has my stomach in knots and butterflies all the time. But I think it's going to be a really, really positive move for our company. And that's
0: what you got to stay focused on. Yeah,
1: change is terrifying, but a lot of times it's absolutely critical if you want to if you want to keep going.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, can we just talk about what did you say? You went from two doors to 170 in three years. Crazy. That like makes me sweat a little bit. Yeah, me too. Uh, On the daily, (laughs) on the daily. I'm not going to (laughs) lie.
1: And it has, again, like on the focus of being like, what is my why? Well, I want to own my own company so that I can, uh, have you seen that so that I can have flexibility, but have you seen that meme that's like, yeah, I, I quit my W-2 because I was tired of working 40 hours a week and I started my own business so I can literally work 24-7. <laughs> yes. It's yes. so true. <laughs> so practicing work-life balance, which I think we should totally talk about because it's something Jessica's passionate about and it's something that like literally I, I had a business coach for a while and we would the, I, I needed it. Like I'm the mom to a young child and I just have to be present in my day-to-day life. So it'll consume you.
0: It will consume you. Yeah. Okay. We got, we have a little tech, a tech stack for you. And that is, um, I think uh, Jamie will speak to this too, but really quickly, Google Sheets and Excel, it's underrated. I think that there is a lot of capability for you to utilize there and it's, um, pretty accessible. I mean, if you have a Google account, you can use Google Sheets and the, um, what are they called? Not the equations, but the formulas that you can put in there are clutch in so many ways when it comes to your finances. So, um, I follow this, I don't know, this person, they put, uh, Google sheets, tutorials on Instagram and it's at the cheat sheets at like their name is cheat the cheat sheets. So look them up. They have tutorials all the time. They host webinars. So if you're not good with Google Sheets or with Excel, go there on Instagram and they have some really good tutorials. Not to mention like YouTube. Use YouTube to your advantage. Like there's a lot of free content out there on how to use it. But don't waste your time trying to, you know, figure out what is the best system. Just use Google Sheets. Learn it really well. And you're always going to come back to it. We, Jamie and I, use it every single day. Um, yeah. So,
1: and so much respect for all the formula people out there because it is. I am not. I wish I'm going to follow that because I wish that I had more skills with formulas in Excel and I don't. But oh my gosh, Jessica and I in our in our previous role, I don't know if you remember this, Jessica, but the learning specialist in our office was a formula Excel guru. No she way, was did not know. amazing. She was an absolute whiz on Excel. And I know a lot of people are probably listening to this like, uh, duh, like, okay, but this is more than just putting some populating some words into a spreadsheet. It's like, if you can do formulas in Excel, you, wow, you can, you, you really can do so much. It's so true. So
0: much time. Yep. Um, okay. So last time we had this mom ism, I think Jamie and I both had one this time. I'm going to share a a mom ism. I'm putting bunny quotes around that with Jamie and she's going to make a business interpretation of it. Okay. Okay, Are you ready for it? All right. She doesn't know what it is. I haven't told her. So she has not prepared. I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, You need to put on your shoes. It's time to go. How many times do you say that? Do you say that a lot? I say that like 10, 20 times a day. Put on your shoes. It's time to go. Let's go. Put on your shoes. Put on your socks and shoes. It's time to go. It's time to go. Put your your shoes on. (laughs) Okay. So
1: how do we relate that to this? Oh my gosh, Jessica. (laughs) Okay. Give me a minute. I mean, I feel like this is my, in my head on a daily basis. I'm like, I got to do this. I'm like, oh, Jessica asked me to approve payroll like 900 times. Jamie approved payroll. Hey, Jamie, just a reminder. I won't be available after six to approve payroll. I'm like, Okay, I got
0: it. I'm working on this. I put smiley faces to make it nice.
1: She does, <laughs> but I know. I know. What it is she's telling me to put on my shoes and get out the door? <laughs>
0: And she's told me five times. So (laughs) (laughs) that was really good. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, that is our show for today. So thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Cheers. That's a wrap on today's episode of Mom Means Business. We hope you enjoyed this empowering conversation and found inspiration to fuel your journey as a mom and entrepreneur. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and suggestions at the Mom Means Business Podcast at gmail.com. Connect with us on social media, share your experiences, and let's continue this incredible journey together. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of our Mom Means Business community. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, balancing your life, and remember you are unstoppable.